Welcome to Black Men Stack Your Paper, the podcast. Today, I just want to share some wisdom and some things that I've been picking up from the stock market, geopolitical events, as well as both as well as both macro and microeconomic events. Hopefully, this inspires you to do your thorough research so that you can make the right plays with your money and be that first generational old money that we so badly need as a community of black men. Today, I want to review a favorite of mine called The Richest Man in Babylon, which I'm doing because it is the 4th of July and there's not much going on in the financial markets. The Richest Man in Babylon is, quote, a collection of parables and stories that impart financial wisdom. I love it. My wife loves it. We listen to the audiobook as we travel very long distances, like six hours. And there are 10 chapters, which includes the seven cures for a lean purse and the five laws of gold. So chapter one starts with two men and one man asks the second man, can I have some gold? The other guy's like, hey, I ain't got it. They start to think and they say, we went to school with one guy that didn't have any additional advantage, but yet he's rich. We should go ask him. In chapter two, the guy that they ask, whose name is Arcad, says, hey, I asked someone and he gave me a list of things to do. I went and did them. Some of them I screwed up, but eventually I made it. And once I completed all of his tasks, the old man left me money he goes through the actual story so it's entertaining to listen to but that's basically chapter two chapter three arcad is summoned by the king and the king's like please teach my citizens how to save and have some money and this chapter also has the seven cures for a lean purse the first cure being save 10 percent of your money i want to reiterate here that saving means having that 10% for your future generations, not to save for car repairs or a vacation or a PS5 or Christmas. It is literally here to go toward your net worth. To control thy expenditures, this basically says that if you make three grand, you're going to find an excuse to spend the whole three grand. That's how we are wired as humans. So we have to protest against those feelings and control our expenditures. It's very interesting because Arcad gets some feedback here and you may relate. For the third cure, he says, make thy gold multiply. Kevin O'Leary said it best. You know, your money is a group of soldiers capturing other soldiers so that you have more soldiers to capture other soldiers. And if you spend your money on unnecessary things, you kill your soldiers. So don't kill them. Make your goal multiply by being in the stock market or somewhere where it can gain interest. Cure number four is guard thy treasures from loss. People are going to want your money, businesses, people trying to rap, and maybe they want you to invest in their mixtape or their album cover. Don't do it. <laughs> number five, own your house. There's a lot of benefits you get from owning a house. Six, ensure future income, plan for your retirement. We, this is kind of basic. The seventh cure is increase your ability to earn. So if you are a welder or some kind of technical expert, your next jump should be managing other people. And then the next jump beyond that is managing a company. As you get older, you want to invest your time in those skills so that you 
have the ability to earn more because inflation is going up. The dollar is worth less. So if you stay where you are, you are essentially taking food out of your mouth. It is what it is. So that is the seven cures for a lean person. And uh, chapter four, he basically says, hey, stay in action. Keep looking for opportunities because the minute you get lazy, you run out of luck. So men of action are favored by the goddess. Good luck. That's what I would say there. Chapter six is a story about a man named Mathon or Mathon or he becomes a slave because he owed so much and he dug himself out of slavery by working hard to save and paying people back. And this is both a literal and a metaphorical story for people that get into large amounts of debt. There is another chapter, the five laws of gold. That is chapter five, actually 10% of your income comes up again. So this is super important. There's something about that 10%. Um, the guy says, if you can do more, that's cool, but don't struggle. They also say, by the way, Enjoy your money as well. Control it, but enjoy it. The second law of gold is it labors diligently and contentedly for the wise owner who finds profitable employment for it. So that is basically making your gold multiply, which was in the seven cures for a lean purse. Number three was gold clings to the protection of the cautious owner who invested under the advice of knowledgeable experts in the field. I think that this is a testament to what we pay attention to, which is why I'm running this podcast. I would like to aim your attention toward CNBC and not TikTok. I would like to aim your attention to Jim Cramer and not um, Dylan Mulvaney or insert any fucking celebrity that's in the news today. I would like to aim your attention to Bloomberg. Anywhere where they're talking about money, that's what I want to aim your attention to. I don't want to aim your attention to basketball or whatever the fuck. And the knowledgeable experts, not the people on YouTube that are just trying to get your views, are who you want to aim your attention toward. The knowledgeable experts, bro. Number four, gold slips away from the person who invests it in businesses that they don't understand or not proven to be profitable. So Warren Buffett said it best. Invest in companies that an idiot can run because at some point an idiot will. So if you take Coca-Cola, for example, no matter what, people need the drinks. So ship them the drinks. Simple. And you understand it because you drink it, invest in it. Now, I'm not saying invest in Coca-Cola because there might not be upside there. But that's an example of a simple business that you understand and then proven to be profitable. If you're looking at the balance sheet and it's dead all over the place, maybe you don't want to invest in that company. Learn how to read the balance sheets is what it's saying here. And then five, gold flees the person who forces it to impossible earnings or who follows advice of tricksters and schemers. If you pay $97 for a course and the guy promises you to get a million dollars off the stock market, that's a scam. That is a fucking scam. Millionaires pay upwards of a quarter million dollars to sit in seminars just to better themselves. So it's not fair to them. It's not fair to the way that things work that you're paying only $97 to get to their level. Just food for thought, man. And as far as impossible earnings go, yeah, gambling, shit like that. When you gamble with the stock market or you gamble in general, you're ignoring red flags. That always is the case. 
So that basically sums up my review on The Richest Man in Babylon. I highly recommend that you listen to the audiobook if there's nothing else going on. Maybe you're cutting the grass or maybe you are on a long road trip. It is on YouTube and you can just listen to it. I would also recommend that you support the author if you have the money. If you found this episode helpful or inspiring or motivational, please leave me a rating and a comment and just speak about yourself and speak about the episode and contribute to something that is trying to better the black man. Again, like I said earlier, I would like to aim your attention towards something that is beneficial to your future generation. And as you help yourself, you help me because the entire race is helped.